0: This class is sponsored in Nishmat Moshe Metzimcha. Sorry, this class is sponsored in Nishmat Mosheach Metzimcha. And the success Parnasa and Shiduch of Dina Bat Tzviya, Svia Bat Dina, and Rivka Bat Dina. Truly grateful for these classes and also for Shulema for the full Shaleva for Bracha Lea Bat Rut. The Jat Hashem also, this class is in the Rishman Yerchmiel, the Animat and the success. Of All right, so the reason why I just want to wait everybody get, get a couple of people get on i want to make sure the sound is good perfect so this week obviously is uh Parsha's Haman and this is definitely a week to that our sages say that tomorrow is a very auspicious day to speak about Parshas Zaman, speak about money, speak about the month coming down. We say there are many. Rubinov says that tomorrow we actually say this prayer tomorrow and we say Parshas Zaman. The sound is not that high. Okay. It's not that high. Okay, so one second. Break. second. How's the sound now? Better? Better? Sound better now? Does it sound better now? Perfect. Okay. So we want to talk about Parsha Saman. We want to talk about some of the segulas for Parnassa. Obviously, this week is definitely a very, very auspicious week to be able to have Parnassa and to be able to pray for Parnassa. We're going to talk about some of the things that allow us to attract Parnassa and some of the things that unfortunately allow us to, to chase away Parnasa. So we're going to talk about today. First, we want to say that tomorrow, everybody should definitely read Parshas Haman. Um Basically, we can, I'm going to send it up to whoever's on the group chat. I'm going to send it in the actual classes. I'm going to send the, the link so you guys can read Parshas Saman. What well, we're going to talk about Parshas Saman is very, very important because there's a lot of lessons to learn in this, in this whole concept of money. Before I start the class, I just want to explain. Do, do not get derailed. Sometimes you say, well, you know, why am I going to go and, and You know, there's a lot of people that are not religious, there's a lot of people that that are crooks that have money, there's a lot of people that uh, are bad that have money, you know, maybe this is not gonna work. So first of all, we can't question that. Number one, we don't even know if they're they're gonna contain, if they're gonna stay with the money or not. Second of all, sometimes, you know, there's a reason why people have money because of their mazal or There's many, many reasons, and sometimes Reb Nachman says that God will give a rasha money, uh, in order to, uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, the Eitzahar will give a, a rasha money in order to trap people. So don't. It's very, very important when we look at this class not to get focused on other people. How come that guy has it? And he doesn't do this, and he doesn't pray, and I don't pray. This class is meant for you. So that's one of the things. It's very, very important to just understand that concept. And don't get, don't get, don't, don't look outside. Sometimes it's your test with your Creator. Period. And very, very important. One of the things about Parshish Haman, number one, is very simple. It says, Rupanathan says in the Kutu HaLahot something very, very important. Very, very important about money. And he says here that the monk came down in order to test us. Because the source of one's livelihood comes from a very, very lofty place, It's a person is tested in many ways to see how he's going to conduct his business. In the jet desert, the Jews were tested daily to see if they would pray to God. Even after the manna fell on the ground, they were tested to see if they would preserve it for the next day. The manna teaches that each day has its own specific blessing. I can't tell you that enough. Each day has its own specific blessing, and the desire to hoard. I mean, sometimes today it's not even about what's happening today. You could be, you know, you could be, you could have money today. And next thing you know, we're so paranoid about, what well, how about tomorrow? And that's exactly what the mana teaches us. Today is today. Focus on today. Today has blessing. Today, you can capture today. But if we, if we wake up in the morning, and we're always so, so, okay, well, how about tomorrow? What will we eat? You know, what's gonna be next year? What's gonna be next quarter? Then that's, spiritually, that causes some kind of harm. So it's very, very important. Number one thing is to look at each day as a specific blessing. This is why the manna, um, from heaven came down to, to test you because it, ultimately we speak about this all the time God is God wants a relationship with you. He wants you to rely upon him for money He wants you to look up to him. He wants you to pray for him. He wants you to, to depend on him He doesn't just want you to have money and run away um, That's not really what it, what it's about. So you constantly this constant constant with money It's a daily test and sometimes we're like what wow, can you just give me a break and let me have enough so I can just breathe It's more importantly, that our Creator wants a relationship with us. And that's something we need to really, really understand. So that's one thing you have to understand. And this is where the mana, it was food for the day alone. And what we're going to talk about is some, what are the, some of the factors that are bringing in Parnasa and, and, and that are not. This is a great book, whoever wants the base, Labia if anybody's interested in a great, great book on, on, on trust. Trust is like a muscle. Um, you know, I would always say, pretty much the same things you need in this class, you, of, you pretty much need in a relationship. You know, think about a think about having a relationship without trust. I mean, just think about how horrific that would look. Just think about any time we've been in a relationship where there's no trust. It just looks it looks horrific. Um, there's all kinds of uh, accusations. There's all kinds of control. There's all kinds of uh, resentment. There's all kinds of confusion. There's anxiety over the future. Just pretty much. We've all been in a relationship where there's no trust. And it's just, it's a disaster. Pretty much. We've lost the sound. Okay. Does it sound better? One second. Sorry about the sound. I mean, I'm trying to. Better? 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 So just think about pretty much any kind of relate having any relationship pretty much without any kind of trust I mean it just it's a disaster The same thing when we don't have a relationship with our creator then basically everything becomes a mess and this is where we have to really really um, get a grip on this. So the number one thing is trusting in God is the number one segula for us across the board if a person has trust in God God will provide for him. When we don't like trusting when we lack trust in God, and what happens is we have opposite of trust is fear and this is what usually give me a second let me just try to make it okay better is this better i hope this is better so the number one obviously is we have to have trust in god trust in god allows us to create a vessel once we have a vessel we can receive that's the number one before we even get to any kind of signal load, before we got to get anything anything else you have to ask yourself how is your trust in god How is that relationship with him? Do you depend on him, or do you depend on man to provide for you? That's the first thing, because this is exactly what happened in the desert. When the Jews lacked trust, they were not. Now, what's an indication that you have trust versus not? Is your level of anxiety, for example. If a person has a calm confidence, he goes out to work, he relies, he doesn't get depressed if he makes money one day or not. Your level of confidence, your level of calmness is your level of trust. Anytime we worry, anytime we have uh, uh, we have anxiety, we're thinking about tomorrow, the next day. That's 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 where our trust is gone. This is where we really, really have to work on trust. Um, and this is why the Imre Pincha says, a sigula for Parnasa is not to run after it. For when one runs after Parnasa, the Parnasa runs away from you." This is I've always talked about this time. The more we are Running to Parnassa the more the r- parnassa runs away. So of course you have to be in business, you have to go through the, the, the routine, but you can- have to be careful not to constantly run after it. Because what happens if we run after it, we're always going to end up empty. And This is the greatest curse that we always got, was the ability that unfortunately that we, we never, we're never satisfied with what we make. And we're going to talk about the only preservative that you have today, where nothing says black and white, the only chance you have to be able to make money and have and have bracha from this money is if you preserve the money, period. Just like meat, if you have meat and you preserve the meat, you can preserve, you can you can keep the meat. But if we have meat, if we don't salt it, it spoils. So this is the same thing. If, if you're making money, if you're out there, it's not going to be possible for you to be able to save and to be able to be successful if you're not giving charity. Because what happens is you're always going to want more. It's a natural tendency to want more. Only through the mitzvah of charity can that cool you off. So not, nothing says in the Qutis Tfilis that charity is cooling your desires. Because the more I, I give charity, the more cooled off I am, the more the happier I am. The To the extent that I'm constantly running after it, This is what's causing sadness, and we all know very clearly. Once there's sadness, there's more and more. I need more and more. And then this is where we pick up, unfortunately, our worst habits when we're not in a good state. When sadness is where we start picking up food addictions, sex addictions, gambling, all the bad addictions come to a person when he's sad. And sadness is caused, one of the causes of sadness is the desire for all day long, thinking about money, thinking about money, thinking about money. So the more that you think about it, the less likely you're going to get it. Period. This is exactly what our sages say. So we have to focus on bitachon, letting the parnasa come to us without worry. And asking God, it doesn't mean because you pray for Parnassah that you're going to become a billionaire or a millionaire. It's gonna. It, it means that you're going to get what you're destined to have. Now, If you want to create more charity, and you want to create a bigger pipeline, your creator will give you more. But I'm telling you right now, without charity, it's very hard to be able to preserve the constant desire for money, which will lead to sadness. And Once there's sadness, you know, we we all know where that can get get into. This is why we speak about many times that all happy people are successful, but not all successful people are happy. So. Happy people are always successful. Because happy people are successful with whatever they make. Opposite. People that are they're not happy, sometimes they need just to make it for the wrong reasons. So we want to get to a point where we enjoy the money. You can make money and you have to enjoy it. It's not just about making money and buying and buying. And if you get it, wonderful. But you can't live your life on, if I'm not getting this, I'm not happy. Because w- once we start desiring what other people have, what happens is we block our, we block ourselves from receiving this is why it's very very important gratitude gratitude is huge cuz gratitude says i have i have what i have there's a beautiful concept that one who leaves a piece of bread our say say the one who leaves a piece of bread on his table will always see a sign of blessing what we what we mean by this is, anytime I'm eating practically, or anytime I'm doing business, I always want to leave something in order to give it away. And also, when I'm leaving a piece of ta- piece of bread on the table, I'm also sit- showing my creator that I'm satisfied. So two things: you're able to give away, and you're also showing satisfaction with what you have. Those are two things that are going to definitely attract more money in your life. Anytime you're happy, anytime you're happy with what you have, you always attract more. Anytime you're unhappy with what you have, you desire more, which causes the blockage to receiving more. So this is pretty much, I mean, it's it's pretty much like anything else in life. Um, We have to really undo what's causing the, the, it's usually the desire that blocks us from the receiving. Remember that concept. Same thing with anything else in life. When I desire something too much, when I desire love from somebody, I desire attention, I usually, that's the blockage from receiving attention. Um, if I desire uh, compliments, that's the blockage from receiving the compliment. If I desire uh, uh, validation, that's the blockage from getting the validation. It's always what we're doing that's causing the blockage from receiving. So remember, desiring causes receiving. We spoke about it many times this week, there are two things that are really, really we're always prone to. We're prone to desires and we're prone to attachments. We have, we have attachments with people. We have attachments with money. We have to change our relationship and attach to our creator and detach. And to that extent, we're able to be more successful. So charity, so trust attracts it. Charity preserves it. And anger loses it. We spoke about many, many times, Rabban says, because Parnasa comes from the left side, that came, comes from the same side as anger. That when a person is about to receive a sum of money, Rabbi Nachman says in lesson 68, when a person is re- going to receive a sum of money, he's going to get tested with anger. And what happens is, is, if he passes this test of anger, he receives that money. But when a person all of a sudden, um, because remember, why anger? Anger and money come from the left side, which is the north, which has it's rooted in the concept of Gevura, Harshness, etc. It's not rooted in the right side; it's rooted in the left side. So this is why we have to pass many, many tests in order to receive. So if a person is able to withdraw his, from his anger and breathe in instead of vent out, he's then he's able to get. this He's able to now, God willing, make, make, make. God willing, make money, and he's able to withdraw a lot of anger. So if he's able to withhold his anger, he's able to make more money. So just ask yourself. How many times anger has gotten in the way of Rambanasa? And Rabbi Nachman says it's rooted that we all should have money, but there's one thing that causes us to lose it, and that's called anger. And we already know the reason why we have anger in the first place is because anger is very rooted in fear and rooted in control. So to the extent that we don't trust, we fear. To the extent that we don't, control we fear. We get angry, and then we end up losing are designed blessing to us. So This is something where you have to do a lot of breathing in business. You're gonna get hit with a lot of obstacles, you're gonna get hit with a lot of difficult people, you're gonna lose deals. Do a lot of breathing, save yourself from anger, because anger is really, really one of the most important things that causes you to lose money. I can't stress that enough. The more you're able to hold it in, less likely you're going to uh, lose. There's another tremendous segula, tremendous remedy that the Holy Rav Levi Yitzhak Rabbi says for Parnasa. He says, when a person practices the 13 attributes of mercy, that causes a spiritual opening from above. What are the 13 attributes of mercy? 13 attributes of mercy are when a person is a merciful person, when he's easily, forgi- when he forgives people, when he's not quick to judgment, when he hold- doesn't hold things in, so that causes a very, 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 a lot of abundance. When a person is a very, very merciful person, what happens practically when a person lets go below, in heaven they let go his sins, so he's able to get more opportunities in his life. So very, very important concepts that we always, always, always have to end up, always, always, always understand that whenever we're merciful, whenever we're more peaceful, we're going to make more money, period. So, if a person practices a practical book, uh, would be Tomer Devora. Tomer Devora basically is 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 a book that talks about the thirteen attributes of mercy, and this book has a tremendous segula for making more parnasa. This is according to Rav Levi So, just think about mercy. Obviously, the difference is because when we're in a merciful state and we're, we're we feel abundant and we're forgiving, it's a good chance we're going to have more peace in our lives and when we're not forgiven when we're not we're in an angry state it's a good chance we're going to end up um, being envious and being and being hostile to, towards others so but definitely guys, you we have, we have to have to definitely 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 um, try to get yourself to higher consciousness and try to be more merciful. Another very very important Nachman says again and you don't see this but you see this only spiritually you know, people are going to tell you well what's the connection between one to the other Nachman says that spirituality, in the areas of holiness, has a big effect on Parnasa. Um, this is why the Gemara says, "One who runs after harlots will not have even bread to eat. He'll lose his voice." So there's a connection here with Yosef Atzadik. Yosef Atzadik was merited to become rich. He merited two times Lachan because Yosef Atzadik was able to sanctify himself. So this is why I tell many people that how to to, to sexually. Uh, to spiritually be more spiritually sexual and you know try to not to unfortunately do any kind of uh, spiritual sins we will see that causes also a tremendous tremendous blockage financially um, we know this because of the word mazal mazal is your your ability to to your mazal basically is your like spiritual antenna so if it works for you and it's working properly, and you're working it, it works for you. But when, what happens is when we block our mazal, is when we create klippot. So, klippot are created by, God forbid, sexual immorality, spilling the seed, pornography, all of those things create a tremendous financial block. So, so many times, I've seen many, many, many times, uh, people have succeeded financially, but first they, they stopped watching inappropriate things, and they stopped doing inappropriate things. So, it's very, very important. Um, Sometimes the girls you're with and the, and, the, and the situations you're with causes a person to have, God forbid, lack, his mazal is not working. I myself, when I was 22, 23 years old, I was completely bro- gambling and a very bad lifestyle because I was with the wrong, wrong, completely with the wrong girl, the wrong lifestyle, and that caused me to lose a lot of money. And that's why I learned, Rabbi Nachman said, sexual impurity leads to poverty. So it's very important. Once I recognize that sexual impurity leads to poverty, that made me really, really understand the importance of becoming more spiritual and becoming less uh, physical. So that's something we need to understand, the connection between sexual immorality and spirituality. This is why our sages say that wealth comes from your wife. Our Gemara says it very clearly in Lesson 68 that a person's wealth comes from his wife. What does it mean, his wife? Nachman tells us when you're able to take responsibility, when a person gets married, he takes responsibility to provide for his wife, and he's able to take, not run away from his wife, and provide for her, and give her the, give her the, the responsibility, take the role as a provider. What happens is he's able to draw Shefa from Malchus, which is, which is a Kabbalistically Qabbalistic, way of saying the word responsibility. Anytime we're saying the word machut means we're taking responsibility, we're taking faith, we're taking action. That allows us to draw pronounce on. So that's another thing is when a person all of a sudden a guy's single, you know, he's not married, he's fooling around and he's not, you know, he's not taking responsibility, that could create tremendous blockages. So when he gets married, I'm not saying get married to get just because they have money, but the fact is that when you take you getting married, you're going to become more spiritual, you're going to be able to connect in that way and I can't tell you how, how important that is um, how I always tell people very times when you, if you're struggling as single when you get married you usually the Parnassah will get much better because now there's more there's more kedusha, there's more holiness in the relationship and there's more blessing in that relationship so this is why it's very very important um, sometimes many people have a fear they're like well I'm afraid to get married I'm not making enough money but you, you'll see that sometimes that mindset will stop you from from doing that, but the truth is you need to go get married you need to get married get, getting married will help you financially, spiritually emotionally. This is why god's telling us man was not created to live alone, and if he lives without if he lives alone, he lives without a wall he lives without pr- protection. This is why today we really really there's too much there's too much people that are too free. <laughs> We're just too free and we want the parnasa, we want spirituality, we want everything. It's not gonna work. You have to take responsibility. The more responsibility you take, the more you're able to get Yisrael Hashem connect to this concept. There's another great sagula to have parnasa, and that's called peace. Just having peace. If a person has peace, or sages say that peace is the ultimate vehicle for blessing. And a hundred parnasas chase away when a person does not have peace. So peace practically means, when a person is able to have peace and he's able to be forgiving, and he's able to look at the bigger picture, he merits blessing. But what happens is when you have too much fighting, that causes a blemish, that, that chases away Parnassar. Or Our sages say that one, one fight chases away a hundred opportunities. So it's very, very important that we have to understand how important these opportunities. For those who are asking what this class is going to be on YouTube, um, the class gets posted on YouTube, it gets posted on Facebook, it gets posted everywhere. So you should don't worry if you miss part of it, you could still listen to it. So that's another thing we need to look at how much peace. Even if we're married or if we're dealing with people in our lives, sometimes lack of peace causes a person to have financial blemishes. This is where you really really want to work on making peace. You're making peace God's name, Shalom. God has a name called Shalom. Shalom is one of the greatest vehicles for blessing. So when you ask yourself, if there's no peace, there's usually no money either. Very, very important. And you have to understand also something. <clears throat> you want to be able to get blessed with money and to be able to ha- be happy with it. Many people are blessed with money and they're not happy with it. So it's not. what we're talking about here is not just the amount, but being able to be content. Um, you know two people can have one guy can have a, a salad and a salmon and he's content another guy needs You know two pies of pizza to be content. So Contentment is a big word. It doesn't mean just the amount of it but being able to have contentment and have bracha and Blessings with money one guy can have money and all of a sudden he's taking all the money and spending it, you know in, uh, in His kids rehab I mean, That doesn't mean he's blessed with the money. So We have to look at the big picture. We don't want to only look at you know at you know, temp, at, you know oh, look at this guy. Look how, look how he looks look how he she looks This is the problem today with, with social media. We get caught off We get very distracted very quickly and you always saying well, how can you know, he's not davening. He's not praying He's not doing this. He's not keeping Shabbat. He's not doing that. And how come he's receiving? It? That is not your lane Most successful people work on their own lane. They don't they're not interested in other people's lanes. Everybody has a different a different mission in this world, everybody has a different mazal, you definitely do not want, you definitely do not want to uh, get into somebody else's lane. Gidala, are you okay today? You, you don't seem like yourself. Absolutely, I am okay. And this is exactly why I wanted to do this class on Monday night, Is because tomorrow is the, uh, is the segula of the Hashem for, um, for this uh, partial saman. This whole week is really a very, very good week in order to open up things. Because we have partial Saman and we also have um, Hashem, um we have Saman and we also have the splitting of the sea. So we have two two things this week that both represent concepts of opening, concepts of things opening, concepts of breakthroughs in our lives. And this is a very, very auspicious week, this for having that those breakthroughs. So people should try to wake up a little earlier. I remember myself. Um, give me a second, I'm just drink some water. I remember myself uh, I believe um, I don't know it was like eight nine years ago praying on this day and I received and that's this day I prayed and I definitely received one of my businesses that I ever Hashem, I prayed. so this is definitely a day to be very auspicious spend some time in, in meditation created the world you opened up the skies this week please allow me to be able to receive whatever is good for me Please let me not be able to look at somebody else's possessions. Help me be always be happy with what I receive. Help me, be give, help me give plenty of charity. You always want to be able the best prayer that I always say, Leon, what's up, brother? The, always, the best prayer that we always want to say is, creator of the world, let me be able to receive in order to give. So one of the things I always say is, you know, I have organizations that I happen to like. Say, Please, if I'm going to make more money, let me be able to give more to other people. Um always being able to, to to constantly get the flow. You're just becoming the, the, the person creating the flow. You're not the possessor of the money. You're not the possessor of the money. But you're the one, you're just holding the money. You're just the account holder. So God uses you to Bizrat Hashem send Shefa to other areas of, of your life. So very, very important concept. Another great segula is keeping Shabbos. Keeping Shabbat is another great segula. Um, for Parnassah. Our sages say the Shabbat itself is, Shabbat itself is the makor of bracha, is the source of all bracha, that the whole week gets based on Shabbat. Now you could tell me, well, there's a lot of people that don't keep Shabbat and they make money. Again, not your lane. If you're struggling with parnasa, if you're struggling with this, you should think about keeping Shabbat. The reason why we want to keep Shabbat it's because Shabbat is a day where we don't have to do anything but be able to receive. It's not a day that you need to do something. Shabbat is the ultimate blessing because Shabbat, the day is blessed. So all we have to do is become a receiver. This is why we're not allowed to do any electricity or laws. It's because anytime we're doing laws or anytime we're doing anything else, we block from receiving. Like I said before, desiring blocks you from receiving. To the extent that you have trust, you let go. You create a space for your creator. To the extent that we we are always in the way because we're, we have fear that we're missing out or fear of not receiving, then we get in the way of our creator. This is why it's very very important. You have to stand back. You have to go to work and stand back. Not always get in the way. Not control. Be too controlling. Go to work. Do what you have to do, but then you know how you have to know how to pull back. Very very important concepts not just always being worrying and anxious and depressed and all that that's not good god does not reward self-pity god rewards a person that has trust in god period and when you trust in god you will feel it you'll feel a sense of calmness you have a rough day wonderful if you don't it's also wonderful you're not going to give up your spirituality unfortunately sometimes we you know, we, we, we give up. All of a sudden, we have a bad day. Okay, I'm not praying tomorrow. I'm not doing this tomorrow. We we, we dump our Creator when we're not having good days. And This is not what you need to do. Having trust means being loyal. It means you're loyal when you, when either you have a good day or you don't have a good day. You are loyal. You're a loyal person. With people that are loyal trust. Period. People that are not loyal. Things are good. They're in the game. Things are not good. They check out. We don't want to be flaky. We don't want to be those kind of people that... That, you know, always, you know, they come with the begging, begging when things are good. No, you wanna be able to, your creator tests you. He tests you when things are good. He tests you when there's a concealment, he tests you. So sometimes you're gonna have days that you're gonna be rough days financially, and he wants to see what do you do the next morning? What do you do? Very, very, very important, very important concept. So focus more on test, do not be a constant, constant, constantly loyalty, remember. Loyalty is very, very, very important. Loyalty is vitachon, and the more loyalty we have in our Creator, even if we have rough days, we're actually crowning Him, we're actually happy, and we don't all of a sudden ghost Him when things are not good for us. Reb Nachman said, it's very, very mesugal, it's great always to have a set time to learn Torah. Very, very important, to always have a set time. Your Creator takes the set time as a big deal. The reason why is because when you have a set time to learn Torah, we have a set time to learn, And believe me, I'm very busy myself, but I always have a set time. I always do the classes. Those are my priority Because I believe that parnasa does not come from my hands. Parnasa comes from my Creator. I open up my hands and receive, but I'm not in control of the money. And this is the difference. When you're able to, when you recognize you're not in control of the money, you're the receiver of the money, then you can make, you can spend plenty of time spiritually. But when we think we're the ones in control of the money, then we're gonna all of a sudden knock out our spiritual obligations. So when you set up a set time, you're showing your creator, this is very, very important to me. Learning Torah is very, very important to me. And what happens is when you learn Torah, that gives you dot, that gives you a new consciousness. And that new consciousness allows you to be able to be very, to be much more successful in areas. This is why, you know, we spoke about the Parshas Haman, that Parshas Haman, the the Jews, they were looking for the man on Shabbat. And what happens? They didn't find it. They couldn't find it because it was not there. And whatever they did find, they lost. They hoarded it. They tried to hoard it. And because they tried to hoard it, they lost it. So the Parshas Haman is telling you, every day has its own blessing. Do not look beyond today. Tomorrow is a brand new day, a brand new blessing tomorrow. The next day is a brand new blessing also. Do not get caught up in this anxiety, realm of anxiety of what's going to be, what will I eat, what's going to happen. And the normally Elimelech says this black and white. He says that God created the world with a ceaseless pipeline. The blessings of Shefar are ceaseless, but when a man falls from his spiritual level and he asks, what will I eat? What will I eat? What will, what will we eat? what happens when he questions his creator his creator disconnects him when he starts worrying about his creator his creator his creator disconnects him so remember when you're worrying and you're you're you your anxiety over money you're sending a signal in your in your creator i do not trust you when we send those signals unfortunately this disrupts our spiritual channels this is not an easy thing to do obviously we're human beings there's a lot of chaos out there but you, do, we have the ability through bitachon, when a person has trust in God and he has bitachon, he's going to develop this calm confidence. It's a calm confidence, dat, he sees the big, big, big picture instead of constantly panicking all the time like the world is going to say. And this is exactly what he says. And if you were to say, what is he going to eat? What am I going to eat? If heaven forbid he falls and he lacks in trust from his creator, what happens? His creator all of a sudden has to disconnect his channel and reconnect them. So very, very important your relationship with worry, your relationship with, with a feeling already, feeling already. Now, you should ask me. Okay, you know what? Sh- should I pray specifically for money? What you should do is you should what you should you could picture yourself being financially very, very successful. Picture yourself giving charity out. But you shouldn't. It shouldn't be a. It shouldn't be like an expectation um, that if I receive, I don't receive. When you picture something. You're basically sending a signal that this is. I believe that I'm worthy of this money. Sometimes God does not allow us to receive money because He, because we're very, we think ourselves that we don't deserve the money. So what happens when the money does come? We end up sabotaging it. So there's a there's a lot of lot to do with being a receiver, and this is where today we don't, we want to focus on being the right receivers, etc. And the right ways to receive it is by giving charity, by trusting, by being able to withhand your you know, hold your emotional. Um, you know, being able to have loyalty, etc. These are all things that are going to help you. Another great segula for Purim is to be able to wash your hands in the morning, right? When you wash your hands and you eat bread in the morning and you recite brakat hamazon, that is, our sages say that is one of the greatest segulas for making Purim. Why? Because when we say brakat hamazon, we are blessing our Creator. And whoever blesses his creator is blessed by his creator. Period. The more you bless your creator, the more your creator blesses you. So this is a great thing. Everybody should try to wake up in the morning, whenever after they before they go to work, you should definitely, definitely try to um, definitely try to um, you know wash your hands, do brakat amazon, and say a blessing, because there's a word poteh We open up our hands. But if we recognize that before we open up our hands, we first have to look up to our Creator and we have to make that, 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 that pipeline. We have to make a dimension and then the parnasa comes to us also. Very, very important. So you have to have, means I, will, I look up first and then I receive. Looking up is what causes, the, 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 causes the, the, the light to come down and then I'm able to receive. So remember, very, very, in order to receive Parnassah. Like another thing here, honoring one's wife brings blessings from above. Why? Why specifically honoring one's wife? we said this many times, that originally the curse was that man was under woman, but what happens is when man honors his wife, he takes away the curse from her of being overbearing, overbearing husband. So what happens is when you take away the curse of being an overbearing husband to your wife, then God takes away the curse of you making money with difficulty. So measure for measure. Because you took away the curse from her, God takes away the curse from you. So to the extent that we're nice to our wives, we're able to 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 respect them, and we honor them, then a person is able to have the shrina, and that allows a person to receive abundance. There's no, I'm guaranteeing you, I can almost guarantee you, whenever there's major Shalom bay problems, there's also major money problems always connected. Shalom Bayit, uh, Parnassah, and and, 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 and but they're always, usually people fight over money. Usually, always people usually fight over money, or emotional, etc. But if we have, again, if the guy is able to learn, and he has to, he knows what, what his role is, and he has the proper respect, then he's able to become a receiver, because happy wife, happy life. What does that mean? She, you're getting light from her. This is why Shalom Bayit is so difficult not an easy thing. It's not easy at all. bite is very, very difficult. You, have to, you need a lot of work for Bite. You need to work on yourself. You need to constantly work on yourself. Same thing. And it's pretty much like money. Same thing relationships. You need trust. You need to avoid anger. You need to give charity. You need to be, be kind to each other. And these are the, it's pretty much the same formula. Uh, healthy relationships than he- and, than, and and money. It's It's pretty much the same thing. And it's funny how the fact that we say that they're both connected, it's exactly what our sages say, that splitting of the Red Sea, splitting of the Red Sea, and um, Parsha's Hamad, splitting of the Red Sea is equivalent to, it was just as hard as making a living, and it was the great, just as hard as miracle as finding a soulmate. So you look into, our sages are telling us that finding a soulmate, which is relationships, and making a living is connected to prayer, so because prayer is connected to, to the sea, splitting in twelve ways, so it's also connected to us. We recognize that a quality of prayer is very, very connected to our quality of parnasa and our quality of shalom bayit and our quality of relationships. Rambanaham tells us, less this, is not, this is black and white lesson nine tells us a quality of relationship, a quality of prayer, because remember when I'm praying, I'm also making a zivug. I'm also making a pairing. When I have kavana, when I have intention, I'm also making a union. When I make spiritual unions above, below, there are created spiritual unions below. Same thing as it, you know, as two people having relations. They have a baby come out. When I'm making an arousal below, my creator makes an arousal on high. That causes a blessing to come down. So remember, if parnassa and relationships are low, those are two areas that prayer needs to be able to pick up. This is something where we underestimate the power of prayer. Prayer can create miracles. Prayer can split seas. Prayer can change nature. Prayer can upgrade your spouse. Prayer can do absolutely everything and We have to really recognize the power of prayer. You're not going to get to The levels that you want to get to without praying. I I promise you nobody gets to these levels where they want to get to spiritually without a, a, a Serious prayer if you have serious prayer you have a chance to hitting your goals. If you don't have any serious prayer and you just pray whenever you feel like it, you, you there's only so much you're gonna get out of life. I, mean, I just I hate to be so blunt, but I've seen the difference between people that have gotten things. It's because they put tremendous amount of time in prayer, and this is exactly what God wants from you. He wants you to cast your burden onto Him, and He wants you to depend on Him, and then He's the one that provides. But when we walk around and we want, you know, we're struggling financially, we're not praying. We're getting the wrong soulmates. A shalom bites down the toilet. And, and we're not praying. It's like you're, you're, in a, you're in a battle without a gun. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. That's clearly what they're saying. Is. And this is why it's so important that we have a, when we have a spiritual problem above, it forces us to fix a physical problem below. This is where the most important thing is never get the wrong therapy. When you have a spiritual problem above, it forces you to fix the spiritual problem below the physical problem below, it's all connected. Physical problems begin as spiritual problems, and then they transform, so, but it always forces us to go back to that. So again, charity, uh, peace, being uh, with the one's wife, trusting in God, um, before we'll take some questions, you know, releasing, living in the moment, um, having a set time for Torah, um, sexual purity, taking responsibility, uh, praying earlier in the morning, it's also very, Rav Nachman says, that praying earlier, do, doing extending your day, is also very mesugal, very, very, very very beneficial for, for making more panasa, extending your day. What does that practically mean? It means looking at my day differently, and then also looking at my day, breathing throughout the day. You know, people always say, um, I, when I make the deal, I will breathe. It's completely the opposite when you start breathing you will make the deal it's not that you're gonna make the deal when you when you when, when something happens no it's the opposite we make when we when we start taking for example the seed did not split until Nakshon took action things don't happen in life until we take those actions so when we start showing trust and we short show, showing them that, that bitachon then things happen in our lives this is where a person could, you know, money something that definitely wakes us all up. It wakes us all up and we all have tremendous, so you have to know all you can. Some of the books that I recommend is definitely, this is a great book on um, Bay Slavery on Vita Hunt. This is a, a great book on Vita Hunt. It's a great book on trust. Um, another book is Garden of Riches, but these are all great, great books because trust is like a muscle. It has to constantly work. But just think about it practically. You would never go into a relationship without trust. I mean, it's it would be it just it would just turn into a disaster. All right. So uh, I could can take some questions. If we want wanted anybody can take some questions, we can take some questions now. If you guys have any questions. Please provide me what we need to pray. I'm gonna send the link um, for Parsha Saman. I'm gonna send the link um, on the also on Facebook. Talking on Facebook, I'll send the link for Parsha Saman. But tomorrow itself, it's we have to say Parshas Haman. That basically talks about how the Jews, um, the relationship they had in the in the desert, and how God provided them, etc. Is having a credit card against spirituality. I don't think having a credit card is spirituality. Again, we don't we don't want to be a fanatic. Um, sometimes we do have to struggle with debt a little bit, but it doesn't mean we're bad because we have debt. It just means okay, what do we need to work on? It's very, very important that anywhere you are in life, or anywhere you are spiritually, you have to always make sure to accept where you are. We have to always accept where we are, etc. It's very important the concept of acceptance. Because what happens is if we're not happy with where we are, that's not going to give us the strength um, to go forward. Are we having any live classes in Miami in the week of 17? I don't know if we're having one of the 17. Now 17. We will let you know. Any specific examples regarding what women want to do for Camille Yes, I mean specific examples for women is also not to to try to have peace. You know, if you have people that, for example, that you are fighting with, people that you are uh, have grudges against, people that you know that you don't have, um, you know, peace with. Try to make peace. Peace opens up blessing. You know, it's very sometimes it's very very hard on you know people that to make peace, but that can stop you from a lot of blessings definitely give a lot of charity and create peace. I can't tell you the benefits of peace. It makes your creator so happy when you give up your ego for the sake of his name. I mean, I I can't tell you. When you do those arousals, heaven then responds to you also. Can you give an example of chasing away Parnassah as it versus it comes to you? Basically, chasing away parnasa means when you're too, too aggressive. When you're sitting there too, too aggressive, where all day long you're thinking about parnasa and That's all that's on your mind, and you and you, you come home, um, you know, depressed, not happy, and you nothing's happy enough, and you don't have time for anything. That's chasing it. Um, working for it is praying for it, asking your creator, but more importantly, releasing all the negative emotions of worry, control, etc. How can I see this class from the beginning? We're going to post this class on uh, on Facebook, on uh, YouTube, and we're going to. And the, when the class is over, it usually goes back right back to the beginning. But anyway, we we also have a podcast. So whoever's not on this podcast, we have a WhatsApp group uh, that we can all join. All the classes are on the WhatsApp group. Strongly recommend it because every single day we constantly build, build, build more of our our perspective. Do you give these talks every Monday? No. Today specifically we gave it on Monday. Usually we do it on Tuesday. Specifically today we did it on Monday because we wanted to prepare everybody for uh, tomorrow, which is saying saying this Parsha's Haman. Which is very very beneficial. But remember, we don't want to just say the Parshas Haman. We want to learn about the Parshas Haman. There's another thing that God said in, in Parshas Haman. It says "Manhu." What is this? When the Jews were eating the man, they asked themselves, "What is it?" "Manhu." What is it? The word "Manhu" represents says the same word as "Emuna." "Emuna." "Emuna" is the same thing. Is there a link for this podcast? Yes, we're going to definitely link. Um, our podcast, our WhatsApp group, et cetera. All right, we're gonna link, set, put the link so you guys can all go on the on the WhatsApp groups and you can receive these classes daily, et cetera. We do a daily class, et cetera. How do I know I'm being too complacent in my life or searching for me aggressive as to be? Again, it's 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 very important that it's okay to ask, it's okay to want, it's okay, but to the extent where you have to know, like a, a good example where nothing says, is we have to pray 140 times. 70 times we have to pray for Parnasa because making money represents 70 cries. I have to cry out 70 cries to make money, but I also have to cry out 70 times not to think the money is my hands. You see, today we get today the curse that we have today is when we get successful and we say I did it. It's my hands. I'm in control. That's the problem today. It's not that you can make money. The problem today is once we get the money and we start becoming arrogant and we start thinking that we are in charge, that we're in control of it. And this is where, you know, our, our sages are gonna say that, you know, we, we you became fat. You became fat and you relied on your strong hands. No, it's the complete opposite. We we are the receivers. All we wanna do is connect. So why the number one forty? Seventy times represents the word prophet, a woman takes her 70 times to give birth, just have 70 contractions to give birth, and another 70 cries, 70 times you have to pray to to be saved from the illusion that's thinking that you're the one that's making the money, okay, that's the, seven, that's the 140, so you are the receiver, you're not the, God gives you an idea, you develop the idea, but you're not in the one in control, so we don't want to... You don't ever want to boast and say, oh, it's my ideas, my wisdom, my success, mine. You're just the receiver, period. He can give it to you, and he can take it away from you. He says this in Lesson 23. Lesson 23. So remember, money, you want money to be a blessing. You don't want money to be a curse. So it's very, very important that your, your relationship with money makes it either a blessing or makes it a curse. Not everybody's blessed with money. Sometimes money to people is a curse. Everybody's fighting. There's no peace in the persons, people die of heart attacks. doesn't mean it's a blessing. It's not always a blessing. In the, on the wrong hands, money becomes a curse. And we all this, you definitely know this from people that won the lottery, next thing you know, they lost everything, and it ended up becoming a curse. So man, Hashem blesses us all that we should all be zochet to read Parsha's Haman, but most importantly, we should have a better relationship, a worry-free relationship, a trustful relationship, a, tr- a relationship with our Creator, and we're able to give more charity, a more peacefully. That we should also pray that we should never be jealous of anybody else. We should never want anybody else's money. We should never want that. We should never want that because what happens is, I'm going to give you the last line. The Gemara says, "One who seeks what is not his loses what one who one who looks at what is not his loses what he seeks, and what he has he loses it." So when we get jealous and we become jealous and envious and we ask why these people have and why that person has, you end up losing your own blessings. So stay in your lane, thank your creator, give a lot of charity, get married, avoid anger, and you will see tremendous blessings in our lives. shouldn't bless you all, that we should all have tremendous success. Have a great day.